Moncrief on News Talk with Avant Money. Money when you need it with Avant Money credit cards. Avant Card Dark Trading as Avant Money is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. The real treat of being able to spend uh, 18 years in News Talk is that every week I get to meet Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley when they're not. <laughs> Unbeknownst. W- when they don't have the kind of wussy COVID that they had last week. Uh, um, so uh, good afternoon to you both. Uh, Hello, good to see you both out. Hello. Here's your first question. A very oh, ooh, controversial one. A very good friend of mine admitted she's been having an affair. It's been going on for about six months. And she says it's given her happiness and excitement that her marriage hasn't had for years and this new guy is great in bed. I've told her I think she should tell her husband, but she says she doesn't want to destroy their family. They have two children, seven and ten. My question is, should I tell her husband? I know him quite well. He's a very good man and I don't think he deserves this. Uh Okay, so your friend who's having the affair won't tell her husband about the fact that she's having an affair because she doesn't want to destroy her family. But you think you should tell him because he's a good man who doesn't deserve... And destroy our family. ...to have the family <laughs> destroyed and to destroy the family. Like, oh, you know, um, I would be very clear about something like this. There's times when you need to get involved and you need to, you know, maybe mm. intervene. And there's times when you shouldn't. And even though, yeah, you definitely have the high moral ground here, I don't condone what your friend is doing. I think the deception is 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 horrible. Um, but this is not your call to make. It is not your mm. decision to make to go and tell the husband, regardless of, you know, the fact that you said he's a very good man and he doesn't deserve this. I'm sure he doesn't deserve this. What I would do, however, um, and it might appease your guilty conscience a wee bit, is I would make it clear to your friend that you don't want to hear anything about her affair. Mm. You don't want to know about it. You don't want any of the details of it. You don't want to be involved in a conversation on it, thereby signalling to your friend, which I assume you have, that you, you know, don't... You're not giving this your approval or your, you know, uh, that you're happy with it. Uh, but to tell the husband, absolutely, definitely, 100% no. Yeah. OK, fairly definitive. Declan? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think well, I'd love to be in the, in the conversation when your friend is sitting yeah. opposite you while you're all, you know, having your margaritas or whatever. And she discloses this thing that's happening in her life to her. And your response is... I, I don't know. But then afterwards, your response is to think that the best thing you're going to do is actually ring up the husband and let him know what's going on. Like, was there not a moment in the conversation that you could have expressed your doubts or your concerns or advise her to go down a different path? I mean, all of which, again, re- it revolves around, depends on what your moral perspective on it is. Because at the end of the day, this woman is in a relationship with this guy. I mean, her husband. And they have children who are young. For whatever reasons, she's not happy and has found a kind of a bit of excitement and a bit of something on the side, mm. which incidentally, it sounds to me like the writer of this letter has found a bit of excitement out of this whole thing as well, because she seems really exercised and moved by the whole thing. Um, I wonder whether or not the the wife and the friend have as good a relationship as, as, as they the writer mm. is pretending that they do because if they had a better relationship they would probably have a better open line of communication around this. Seems a bit kind of I don't know, actually just as you're talking something struck me um, controversially. I hope that the writer of the letter doesn't have any skin in the game 
or doesn't have any uh, exactly that's kind of where I'm going to I'm going why are you all motives. about running over to tell the oh. husband something because she does said with, I know him quite well he's a very good man and I don't think he deserves this he deserves me <laughs> oh gosh that's no? a good one that a that's a good one leap? a bit of a leap but <laughs> a it's, leap. it's not a bad one though yeah. at the same time that's the thing is, though, is, is, is that Maybe there's a little bit of jealousy there, but but it doesn't sound like this woman has found the love of her life that she's prepared to leave her husband and no, kids No, no, so, I think she's just amusing is, herself. This is writing. That's yeah. all it is. It's yeah. writing. They've two kids. No wonder she doesn't have much sex with her husband. They've two kids. So yeah. off she goes with... You know, but that doesn't the make it all right. No, it doesn't, of course. No. But uh, it's it's. But it's not the role of your friend who you disclose yes. this to, to, to not only not really tell you what you think in that moment but then to go behind your back to tell your partner because, yeah. what you're up to because they're the moral conscience for society yeah. that's that's taking a step too far so we're, we're, we're agreed on the fact you definitely don't yeah. tell the husband no, no one will thank her for it no I don't think so the including husband the husband yeah. yeah or the kids or anybody I think, no, you I think can't this, do that. kind of the moral outrage is kind of a dangerous thing to do because it, it actually doesn't allow for any nuances of yes. understanding what's going on in people's lives it's like Some a metaphor for society isn't it Declan? yeah the people like to just jump in and have an just opinion just black and white views yeah. on everything everything's either right or it's wrong I'm telling you <laughs> when till I read out the 20 texts and people saying it is wrong uh, no, go in there and tell them it uh, is wrong right my husband and I have a pretty decent sex life at least four times a week we've been married nine years and we have two children however outside of sex he doesn't touch me no hugs no holding hands on a walk not even a gentle peck uh, a pet on the arm or the back we don't kiss goodbye in the mornings or welcome each other home with a kiss in the evenings He was never very physically affectionate, but it was never this bad. I've asked him for a hug a few times over the last while and he he does it, but I know he's not comfortable. He shrugs it off when I try to raise it, but I miss that attention outside the bedroom. This kind of makes me feel really sad because it it Mm. sounds to me like the the, the husband here is getting his, his, um, his emotional needs met very substantially during the week, whereas the woman here seems to be not getting what she wants out of the relationship and, and, and there doesn't seem to be anything. Do you view con- sex as a way of satisfying no, an emotional need? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm just upset. asking a question. I'm, I'm sad. Yeah. I ride I'm sad. Take your clothes off. Yeah. It's a very narrow version of interpretation of emotions. Excuse me, I just asked the question. Yeah, but it's a very narrow, like emotional contact Um some form of like touch and whatever it is you get out of the, your sexual um, moment is is a lot for people and that's enough for some people and and fi- but what, what sad, saddens me is that the, the the woman here feels like that she's not getting the kind of emotional um, feedback from her relationship that she wants and that's that's kind of uh, sad I think it's quite often and you ask that question I think a lot of men aren't programmed to be emotionally forthcoming in that way and um, for loads of reasons and I think that sometimes it's it's harder for them to actually remember to be all kind of are you okay love and all this kind of stuff um, whereas it's harder for them to remember to yeah you're getting all kind of judgy now Barbara <laughs> I think I'm not getting judgy I'm being educated as I am every week when I come into this studio you know this is Mrs. Judgy Barbara is very judgy <laughs> put the bins <laughs> out hug the wife <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, are you finished? Okay. Oh. Well, you've, oh. stopped, you've shut me down, Barbara. Let's hear from you, yeah. Barbara, shall we? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you, blah, blah, blah. That's like, enough of that now. Back to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but listening to you there, um, you know, it does, it does, which I hadn't thought about when I was thinking about this initially, but that whole thing between 
sex and the physical need that drives sex and affection, which is purely just knowing that the person that you live with or you're married to likes you and is affectionate towards you mm. is kind of two different things yes of course not? it is but what I meant was is that sometimes your interpretation of what is affection can be different depending on your own socialisation and the mm. way that you grew up you can have a different view of what's an appropriate thing like if you're in the royal family in the UK you would be very uptight and you would be like I'm not allowed to do this and there's a moment when I can do this and there's times for certain kinds of expression whereas you're from a very relaxed very affectionate touchy kind of a you know Italian kind of a vibe where everybody's yeah. a bit more you know they're not all the same there are different kind of you know vibes that people have and I think what's what's unfortunate here is that they seem to be two people from a different kind of a how will I emotional culture yeah 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 yeah. okay I get that I mean the other thing that's interesting is that she says that he was never great at the the affection but he was never this bad Mm. so you're kind of wondering has something changed or is this just the normal kind of what happens when you've been married forever? <laughs> you know, that, as you say, you kind of forget the the kind of the, the, the simple, small the things that she's looking for <laughs> yeah. that would reassure her, like the holding hands if you're out or the kissing you goodbye or whatever. Um, I So again, and then the other thing that I wondered was how, how long did she say they, they've been married for nine years and they have two children so I'm assuming again a bit like the previous question that their children would be relatively young Yeah. and again you know looking back to that time of our lives where the children were like it was manic anyway (laughs) it was life was kind of crazy so what I would say to this woman is um, I mean by all means I think if you need and would like this affection to be part of your relationship well then you need to you need to vocalise that you need to verbalise that you need to have a conversation and express that, um, you know, in a way that's not, you know, you're saying you've mentioned it and he shrugs it off. But if you try and have a proper conversation about it rather than just, a, oh, would you not give me a kiss when you're going out the door? Or, you know, why don't we hold hands going down the road? But actually have a fuller conversation about it. Um, I think that would be worth doing. But I also would think I wouldn't panic about it. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't read necessarily yeah, anything yeah. into it other than the fact it's something that you're missing and that you like. And I think then, by all means, tell your husband that. But it may be something that... I th- and I think it may be something that'll come back naturally. Do you know when life perhaps is a little bit less mental as it tends to be when you've young children? So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, I, you know, the fact that they're having sex four times a week, yay. Good, good on them, you know? <laughs> they, uh, well, <laughs> strikes me that they have these two kids. Life is manic. More energy put into having sex four times a week than, you know, give her a peck yeah. on the cheek when you come home. You yeah. know, I tra- trade a ride for, you know, a hug occasionally. But they're not the same thing. I don't think they're the same that's, thing at all. That's exactly what no, I was trying to say, I, yeah. Now, I'd be interested to know what they do before, after sex particularly. Does he just say thanks for farting over and turns farts. over? Yeah, if there's not, yeah. if they, like, they don't hug, then, yeah. then there is no, that's just sex. Yeah. You know, and that's great and all yeah. the rest of it, but... They're two completely different things, I would have thought. But, I but is think- it not that there's a, there's a certain kind of, I mean, in the hierarchy of intimacies, sex is kind of up near the very top of how mm. how intimate you can be with somebody. Yeah. And so so the, there's a kind of a, an easy error that can be made to think that we've been sex. that intimate with each other. So therefore, all of the kind of other pleasantries before yeah. that have kind Boxes of been taken, been kind of dealt with. <laughs> I'm <beforehand>. <laughs> Uh, someone says I had this I think he has more worries than she realises it could be financial or he needs a break he's happy and he's going nowhere just be happy he's all yours Uh, someone else says men and women sometimes have different perspectives on sex 
Men often need sex to feel loved, whereas women sometimes need to feel loved to want sex, says Paddy and Rahini. That's a, a that's very philosophical, that's Paddy. Very philosophical. Yeah, Paddy. that's good. And here's also the thing about like you you mentioned like you know maybe they should have a conversation about about yeah. the bigger thing. What is that bigger conversation? Because that bigger conversation kind of comes into somebody saying I want this and I need this and you don't give me this, that and the other and then that other person will need to have the kind of self-awareness or or the understanding to be able to say the reason why I don't give you a kiss goodbye when I'm off to work in the morning is because X, Y and Z. Like is it because I'm late or is it because it I just think it mind. sounds like and again going back to the, the, the kind of manic life possibly but also you get into habits and then you yeah. get out of habits and he could be actually weirdly shy about that yeah. sort of thing he doesn't like, like being demonstrative yeah. Now, obviously, it's within their own, their own home, but maybe it's like, you know, the kids are going, oh, what... you're kissing mommy or whatever. Yeah. That makes I don't, wonder, awkward. is he affectionate with his children? Yeah, interesting That would point. be an interesting one. Like, is he affectionate with the kids? Does he hug the kids and, you know, well, kind yeah, of... It, well, precisely. Like, yeah. I, I know, I, like, more children than I can remember yeah. half the time. But, like, <laughs> I, I live in a very huggy household. Yeah. I, mean, I can't get through the house without being hugged yeah. uh, a lot. So... And it's kind of normal. Different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I, 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 do, I think it's down, it. to, it's down to cultures though because some, some people grew up in families where yeah. they didn't have that kind of a thing and it is whether you want to call it embarrassment or you want to call it insecurity about it or whether it's it, you become slightly you know not interested in that kind of interpersonal yeah. reaction or yeah, actions. Interactions. Either that or he's having an affair. Yes. <laughs> but what should she do? Like she says she shrugs it off when I try to raise it. You need to have a proper conversation. Like very often, I think some of the letters that we get in here, they say, I, I raised it and, you know, it just, he shrugged it off or she shrugged it off or whatever. But there's a difference between raising it and actually sitting down over dinner and having a proper conversation. Yeah. Do you know, where yeah. you explain why, that it's not just another like, oh, you didn't bring the bins out and you didn't give me a hug. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have, you have a more, a fuller conversation about why this kind of stuff is important to you and how you miss not having it and you'd like to get it back. Because it is always about, it is about the thing. Like I, I, I said earlier on, is is this? These are about her needs. This isn't about his actions. But yes. it's very easy to to go. Oh, he's not capable, yes. and he's not able, and he's not providing X, Y, and Z kind of emotional content. But yeah. the reality of it is, is that in a different relationship, his behaviour would be completely fine yeah. and perfect yeah. and acceptable and sexy. Yeah. So the reality of it is, is, so you go, she's got to lay it out in the line and say, "This is what I would like, and I would like to feel this because if you don't, it makes me feel that, and that's not good, and it's not good for our relationship." Maybe blah, he blah, feels blah. that if he's more affectionate to her, he'll have to be having sex six times. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just wrecked. Well, jealous in Waterford says four times a week. <laughs> yeah. Is that even legal? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Like, yeah. there's the old kind of joke about, of course I love you, I'm there, right? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah of exactly. thing. So maybe yeah. it's just yeah. that. Exactly. Uh, the uh, In relationship to the uh, the woman who uh, wrote in about uh, um, uh, the cheating husband, uh, uh, has uh, your one considered the possibility that the husband already knows and is just yeah, playing dumb yeah. to keep the family together? Uh, somebody else says, why am I surprised? Of course, Barbara and Declan thinks it's no one else's business except the adulteress. Uh, just head uh, just head down and ignore it. Never mind the devastation to the family is worse the longer they, it, they carry on. The man deserves to know so he can decide whether or not to stay in that relationship. Wow. So, uh, wow. So he needs to find out to get straight to the devastation yeah. uh, is uh, your argument. Anyway, uh, right. Uh, you are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We do have to take a break. After that, should I get back with my ex? Moncrief on News Talk. With Avant Money. Money when you need it with Avant Money credit cards. 
Avant Card DAC trading as Avant money is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Barbara and Declan are still with us. Here's the next question. I'm 33. I've just come out of my first and only relationship. It lasted three months. He was 41 and very bad at being an adult. (laughs) I know 33 is pretty late to start dating properly, but I was very busy in my 20s. I didn't want to waste time with just anyone. And when I was ready, I coincidentally met someone I was very interested in. Anyway, we broke up because we are 100% incompatible. I'm motivated and energetic. He's the human version of a sloth. And we ended up deciding to be friends. Unfortunately, while I really enjoyed spending time with him, it made me sad that we're not together. And I missed the closeness of the relationship. So I have cut off contact on advice from friends. I'm backdating other people, but no one is taking my interest. And I'm beginning to doubt my decision. What if no one else is as interesting as my ex? As well as this, when we broke up, he said I made him realise things other people had tried to tell him and he said he would be getting his life together. I think a part of me is hoping he does and we can get back together. Is this a bad mentality? How do I get over him properly? We broke up three months ago. Interested to hear other people's take on this. I read this about four times and honestly my brain hurt each time I read it as I tried to work out what the hell is going on here I mean I can sometimes be accused of being an overthinker um, but like this I think is a situation where there's a ferocious amount of overthinking going on with okay so um, let's take the first thing. You broke up with this guy. Never mind that it was your first and only relationship. Park that. That's fine. And you were very busy in your 20s. Good on you. That's great. Uh, but you broke up with this guy because you say we're 100% incompatible. Um, you describe yourself as uh, very energetic and motivated. And you describe your ex here as the human version of a sloth. Um First thing I'd say is that compatibility doesn't mean you have to be the same. Mm, In fact, that's usually a recipe for disaster. And there is that old cliche about opposites attract. And that's because it's true. And because actually, in my experience, probably the best relationships are the ones where there's an element of balance each other's madness out. Do you know what I mean? Um, So if one of you is very energetic and motivated, that the other one should be a bit of a sloth because otherwise your life is just going to be completely manic. So I'd rubbish that. That's that's neither here nor there. Um, The other thing which I would say to you is stop listening to your friend's advice. I don't know. I don't know why. Because you were missing him, you cut off all contact. Like... All the signs are on the wall. You're missing this guy. Uh, other than the fact that you kind of seem to judge him as being not very motivated. Um, you miss him and you haven't met anybody that's as interesting as he is. So there's a kind of a like obvious mm. answer coming through in yeah. what you've written yourself. This is a Richard Curtis film. Yes. Is that without the laughs? <laughs> or or Bridgerton with a lot yeah. of, you know, oh God. a lot of dancing around yeah. without actually doing anything. Um, so, you know, it sounds to me like you miss him, you like him. I would just say to you to be sure that it is him that you're missing and him that you really like and not you're not just missing the closeness of having a relationship. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That it is the person and not the actual relationship. Um, And I would certainly not consider going back with him if it's just because you're worried, although it's worked for us, that there's nobody better going to come (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't that essentially what relationships are? You go through a series of failures and go, this is the best I'm going to do. It's like waiting in town for the last bus home, you know, and thinking, is this the last bus or will there be another last bus? Because I don't really want to go home just yet. And then you jump on the bus because you're afraid you're going to get stuck in town otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say, you know, yeah, get back on. Stop listening to it. So should she get back on the bus, Declan? 
I, my one concern would be is that she's only been on one bus. And, yeah. and so therefore and only for a short ride yeah, really yeah she exactly. didn't go as far as Brick there's a lot of trees <laughs> Rahini <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's the wrong well, that's way the wrong direction like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she'd be on all kinds of the wrong bus yeah um, yeah I, look that's that, that, as I said that's my only one my, my concern would be that her kind of lack of experience of the realities of relationships as opposed to the theoreticals of what it's meant to be and what it's meant to provide and how it's meant to be. Because a lot of people come a crapper with that. They have this idealised version of what life yeah, and love yeah. is meant to be. But when it actually comes down to it's not the like actualities of it, you're kind of going, oh, okay. All right then. Well, you know, yeah. do I like this or not? You know, is it for me? Maybe not. Um, and so on. So I think in this instance, I think what she what she's found is that there's a kind of a clash between what she's found herself enjoying with this guy who's a little bit older than her and a little bit lazier than her and what her friends and she seem to think is this version of what love and life should be. And I think that's the first awakening of of a clash, of, a, of reality coming into her life. Personally, does she need to go back with him? I don't know. She's tried with other people. So that seems to suggest that the more people she's meeting, the less the better he's looking. emphatic yeah. her 100% incompatible statement is. Because that statement hasn't been backed up by any of the evidence. No, no. The evidence is the opposite. Yeah. Is that they actually worked out quite well. She was interested in him, which is kind of important when you're she picking is, yeah. a, a partner. Um, that you had fun, you enjoyed each other's company, which is, you know, manifests itself by the fact that when it's no longer there, you miss it. Um, yeah, so I think, really, I think that she should actually just see... Get what, back on the bus. Yeah, casually, generally, yeah. you know. Or maybe just re-establish the friendship with him anyway as a first step, just to see how he's doing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely I would. But, you know, I mean... Now, it's, the, the issue about whether or not he has changed his life in the meantime is another oh, kind of... that's a good one. It's yeah, another kind of weird... Yeah. It's a bit kind People of... People don't change, though. People don't change radically unless... Well, un, it would be unusual for people to change that radically. Sometimes there can be a motivation to make minor changes in your lifestyle because you want to accommodate something else, whether yeah. it's a person or, a, yeah. you know, a hobby or whatever. You can do that. But with you change your your essence? No. Um, so from that point of view, I think if if she thinks that the the the, the changes can be made in his life that would make him less one hundred percent incompatible, I don't think she's going to do that. But I, I do think that she she could realize that. But I think he's a, making a bit of an effort this way. It's an absolute fool's game to embark on a relationship or in a marriage with somebody and you think, oh, I'll change them. Yeah. Because that just does not happen. Absolutely. So she's got to accept him for what he is. If he makes little changes to improve his slothiness, great. But I think she's got to accept the fact that he may not or he may make changes that are only very temporary. Yeah, but, but people do rub off on each other. Yes. They rub off their own qualities on each other and perhaps what she hasn't mentioned here, she was like, we're 100% incompatible and it's all his fault. I'm perfect. Now, yes. she sounds like a very driven woman who had this template of... What uh, she's... Yeah. Uh, uh, right, 33, t- yeah. clock's ticking, let's find the man. He has to be just like me. Well, sorry, darling, he's yeah. not. He's actually the direct opposite of you, which might be exactly what, what she needs. Need. But yeah. also, there's often often scenarios where, uh, and a lot of women will know this one about it, the loser boyfriend. <laughs> you know, where they have a loser boyfriend who's kind of hot. He was particularly hot when he was asking you to go to his Debs. But by the time it rolls to <laughs> he's 41, <laughs> it's kind of, oh, for God's sake. You know, he's still, he's still rolling joints and listening to the clash. Oh, Come on, it turns out your mammy was yeah. right after yeah, all. Yeah. Exactly. Should have listened so, to mammy. So you know, and again, that's to do with growing up, and yeah. you know, we, we all mature, and and we all want different things at different stages in our life. So maybe what's happened is that this person kind of 
went from not being interested in dating to kind of oh I'm going to start dating her first interaction with dates is the guy who should yeah. have been her Deb's boyfriend and she kind of engaged with that it was kind of fun and then she was thinking to herself but I also nah. think Sean's point as well made that she's kind of seems to have taken a very academic approach to this yeah, like, she you know seems what I mean? like a driven to, person yeah so she's got to park all that because that doesn't work in relationships it can work in all the other areas of your life maybe but it doesn't work when it comes to relationships because they all have that indefinable I don't know what but it can that work you, in a relationship as an work as a, as a part of a relationship like I could imagine you Barbara in your relationship being quite organised and driven and, and getting your daughters organised for their trips <laughs> look at your face God. The, Barbara's doing a television face right now kids. <laughs> she is, yes. uh, how very dare you how very very dare you I was oh, waiting for a compliment at the end of that but there wasn't one but it there's was usually one there's usually one partner who's more yeah. organised than the other absolutely yeah. thank you yeah. that's all I mean and there's usually one who's more in the driving seat than the other and yes yeah. I would be the one yeah. in the driving seat well, that's yes. what I meant Barbara in a, in a yes. kind of a mean way it was mean yeah but sure yeah, yeah. And, but, and sure if your man was like her they'd kill each other they would exactly exactly it would be it would be, it would be like an explosion and if she was like him they'd never do anything they'd go around in ever decreasing circles and, and so living with like you a really competitive match. achieving people can be draining are you and the driver in, in the seat of no, your marriage no no I'm not no I, I live with somebody who's very accomplished and successful and I'm the sloth <laughs> Well, there you go. But a bit of, you know, listening to the clash and joint smoking mightn't do her any harm. Exactly. Not that we're advocating for drugs. No, but it can be a break from the rest of your existence. You know, the rest of your identity can be accomplished and successful and you can go home and chill out with your funny, enjoyable to be with partner. And that's fine too. She's overthinking it. Give it a go. Uh, Brian says, I feel sorry for her. She forgot in her rush to get where she's going. She forgot that learning to love and making a hash of it is as important as any career choice. Uh, Kieran says, ask him, uh, can you uh, give it a go for a while? Opposites can be great together. My partner is such a doer, always busy, always has to be busy. One of the reasons she appreciates me is the fact that she slows down a lot and relaxes with me. She accepts my not quite sloth-like ways. That's crucial. I appreciate her for everything, by the way, uh, says Kieran. Oh, oh, Kieran, that's really sweet. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Uh, Eugene says, tell Barbara the term opposites attract is the cry of the truly desperate. Gosh. <laughs> you mean Paula Abdul? Yeah. Uh, Pat says to the female who broke up with the human sloth, what makes you think you're perfect? Uh, why did uh, he have to change to suit you? Maybe look hard and long in the mirror, uh, says Pat. Ooh. So, it's a bit yeah. of that. Oh, right, God. my brother lives on, an own, on his own. On his own. On his own. On his own. He lives on his own in a small apartment. He's always loved collecting, but over the past two years, he's become obsessed with antiquing. He does a lot of it online, but also travels all over the country to auctions and the like. At first, it was lovely to see the little things he found, but now it's got to the point that his apartment is literally bursting with stuff. There is hardly room to get in and out without stumbling over an Art Deco lamp or a cuckoo clock made out of antlers. He laughs off the idea that he's becoming a compulsive hoarder, but me and my siblings feel it might be time for an intervention. I wonder was he just out of a three-month relationship? Yeah, exactly, yeah. This cracks me up because basically this is this is somebody's brother deciding that they don't like the fact that their brother's life has been has morphed into you know becoming some kind of a Victorian dowager yeah. widow, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's not good enough for them. When in reality we all know that you just got to let people live their lives. It sounds to me like he's enjoying what he's he's got his hobby. What you think is hoarding is probably a collection yes. for him, and and it might be a very good collection that he might actually have built with pride and. And intent and that's not really your, any of your business anyway um, and because even if he is a hoarder you don't have to live there 
you might have to visit it occasionally but I think that's kind of really judgy it's real no you're meant to have the kind of you know these Aesthetic, minimalistic houses I know I was wondering you know your woman who's on the home of the year what's her name the architect Amanda Bone is it the one who always likes everything yeah. to be very minimalist this you know her She'd reaction this. to this would be like this yeah, yeah exactly she would not like this at all now there is the, the reason why the people like clutter is often because they like to see their material possessions around them because they're lonely well I mean I think there's maybe a bit of that in there I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing he's a single man uh, that, that's, uh, <laughs> and well, you know we're all very worried yeah but like I mean you know I, again I would, I, would, I, would, I would absolutely agree with what Declan said is that there's a big difference between being a hoarder and being a collector oh yeah and he's obviously a collector of stuff that they don't like you know mm. and not all antiques are fabulous a lot of them are awfully gaudy awful uh, dust collectors but if that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do I mean somebody who hoards stuff in my limited experience of this is normally somebody who has difficulty in letting go of stuff and stuff that's not necessarily got any value at all oh no and, and they, it's a health risk it's and all yeah they also can't like the stuff they're hanging on to is inaccessible and this just sounds like your man is a collector and okay they don't like the collecting and they're thinking his place is getting very cluttered and all the rest of it that's his decision it's his apartment he can live whatever way he wants but what I would say to them was if this is and it sounds like it's a genuine interest of his that he's mm. enjoying going around picking up these gigas and antiques and whatever why did they try and point him in the direction of trading them you know like get put getting a market yeah. stall once a week and try to you know uh, trade these things and, and make a few bob that out of learn the real value of them on the exactly <laughs> and, and they all to... chip in and help him find a bigger place there's, 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 I'm off to Google what a cuckoo clock made out of antlers I, might I'm look di- like I'm like I want to pay I cash money one. at least to see yeah, yeah. No, it's not I don't just want in my house that would be very bad feng shui dead animal bits on your house no but they're already dead so I mean you didn't kill them personally yeah but you wouldn't would you want no I wouldn't want that hanging up on the wall although I'd like to see what it looks like you could put it on your antle piece. Sure, it looks cool. My yeah, antle piece. It does look cool. Yeah, your antle piece. Very <laughs> hey, good. Boo-boo. Barbara and Declan, thank you both that very much uh, <laughs> as ever. The winner of our headphones today is Vivian McDonald in Kilmore in Wexford. Uh, obviously, Graham Norton was being interviewed by Pat Kenny. You're listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that, slugging back the claret in Ireland. Moncrief on News Talk with Avant Money. Money when you need it with Avant Money credit cards. Avant Card DAC trading as Avant Money is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.